rolling up over black Cadillac high heel boots and a sexy Oreo. body full of tats. Hosted by Oreo. I don't, that sounds like you're calling me white on the inside. <laughs> All right, so I was gonna uh, say double stuff, but <laughs> you fuck double stuff family size. All right, so uh, guys, we're welcome to the fastest and shortest episode of Now You Made It Awkward podcast ever, uh, episode fifty four, uh, and this is a unique one because it's just me and Rob. Oh, hey, yeah. This is like one-on-one time. Jeez. Yes, we got one-on-one time, and I legit only have like an hour and ten minutes. So we could, we're we going to have to blow through this one. Um, <laughs> so if someone had been ready on time, we would have a little bit extra time, but it is what it is. This week is a hell of a crunch, and of course, uh, hi to the patrons who can see me waving at them. Hi, patrons. So if you want to help support the channel uh, and all my other channels, you can do so at the... Uh, Patreon link in the description down below. Oh, there's Rob turning on his camera, waving at the people as well, with all his Optimus Primes in the background and Megatron. Gotta, gotta pay for the patrons, folks. Damn skivvy. All right, and uh, well, Ricky can't make it because once again, it's just it, it's a crazy week. We've got a lot going on. In fact, uh, by the end of this week, I'll see that face hopefully in person. Hopefully. I already got I I already got it slotted out on the calendar okay. on the family calendar. The wife okay. called it mandate. Yes, it is a mandate, not a vaccine. But we're here. <laughs> so, and uh, guys, I am coming to you here from a all new audio setup, which I've worked all the gimmicks out of yesterday or kinks out of. So now, when we do meet up, I can record all of us in person on separate microphones, and we can all hear each other. Woo! surprisingly difficult <laughs> so <laughs> uh, for those who don't know most a lot of people when they do podcasts they have a big old like box with sliders and things plug into it and all of those things usually make the sound go where it needs to go i don't have a physical one of those but now i have a digital one of those that uh, cost me a couple dollars literally um so shout out to voice meter because it's pretty awesome. And I love their naming scheme. So their largest version, which gives you the most amount of channels and everything else like that, is called Voice Meter Potato. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's Voice Meter. It's stuffed. Its, yeah, so, yeah, so Voice Meter by itself is just two channels. Voice Meter Banana is three channels. Voice Meter Potato is five channels. Um, plus, they give you all kinds of other things that I'm not going to use for anything. But what I have Do, to do they call those bacon bits? <laughs> No, but they should. So the hard part was actually making sure that it would work with OBS proper and not screw anything up. And I think I've got it figured out. So my mic is coming through on the mic thingy. You're coming through on the Discord thingy. And then if I have any other audio, much like this, it comes through on that thingy. And you guys can hear it over there. So that's actually fun. And they're all on their own separate channel. So, yeah. Okay. Fancy. And uh, whenever we do record in person, um, we'll just figure that one out because it's going to be slightly different than this, but it's okay. Um, I do have three microphones, three mic stands, three sets of headphones, so it'll be fun. Oh, you're set. Okay. I was yeah, going to yeah, ask I'm, that question. Nope, I'm good to go. Hey. I'm, I mean, like, oh. if we need extra, we'll see because apparently now another person we know that is also on this podcast sort of uh, is also going to be in the same area that we'll be in. Um, oh, okay. And by the time this drops, it won't really matter if we talk about it. So, um, either way, I mean, you're like a traveling, you are like a traveling road show. So, I mean, it's like it's like the Beatles, man. Traveling we gonna show. do it from the roof, on like, you know, I mean, like Paul, 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 Paul had the idea of going up to the roof, you know, do, do it up on the roof and just you know jam for the man. Your, your Liverpool, your Liverpool accent leaves something to be desired. Oh, Jesus. You're not very Liverpoolian. <laughs> yep, either way. So you can follow me at all the Shoki-related things in the description down below. Uh, uh, seemingly, even without me trying very hard, my channels are all gaining in subscribers, slowly but surely. Um, don't call me Shirley. And actually, for the patrons, I will be doing a live stream event tomorrow night before we uh, get finally packed up and good to go. Um, so that'll be fun. So shout out to the patrons, you know. Because they're really cool people. You could be a cool person too. And uh, shout out to Laura who always buys our merch or my merch, however which way it goes. Um, there's new merch at the Thanks, design. Laura. 
Yep. She has uh, my latest merch that I designed that I very sneakily put out that uh, says I didn't or I quit drinking Bud Light before it was transphobic. Um, I figured that might piss people off if they misunderstood the shirt, but I figured it's like it's stupid. I know with all the brouhaha <laughs> around Bud Light and Dylan Mulvaney. Look, it is what it is, but I made the shirt and it's funny. Listen, um, not to get into it, but there was a funny meme I saw last night that uh, Dylan Mulvaney was also was uh, was hawking um, KitchenAid, and uh, if that was the case, could they keep an eye out on the prices in case they started people started selling them off because <laughs> they need a new mixer? I, I yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it's like let me know when the price on those uh, five quart stand mixers goes down. Right, exactly. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I almost almost got one at Christmas, honestly, because they had a couple of them on sale. But they had like the useless four and a half quart on sale. I was like, put the five quart on sale, you jackasses. I was like, just just give me that extra half quart and I'll be happy. Almost oh, no. got we one. got our we got our several years back on a Black Friday sale and it was totally worth it because it was the five. But it was a couple of years ago when it was a Black Friday and people were like, I cannot tell you the elbows that were thrown trying to get a mixer into oh, a I thought cart. you were gonna say elbows that were rubbed. You're just like no. we're just gonna we're no, we're, no. We're, we're lubing no, no it's Black Friday you go you go in you go in preparing to, to fight right Target Bed Bath and Beyond breaking out the tables ladders and chairs really does have a new meeting when it's also a white sale true it can't be a white sale and Black Friday sure can mm -hmm. Target yeah. multi multiracial <laughs> multiracial sales on post Thanksgiving yeah. So, um, also, uh, did get some slightly bad news, I guess, so to speak. What was it, yesterday? Uh, Ray Stevenson, the actor, up and died. Such a good guy. Yeah. Such a good actor. Young, 58 years old. 58 uh, is way too young. Way too young. And I guess they were filming in Italy, and they had to be rushed to the hospital for reasons. They have yet to announce how he died, why he died, but he is dead, unfortunately. Um, so, just a quick quick uh recap of his kind of career um i was introduced to him like i think a lot of people were when uh rome was was a show um you know before it was history it was a show that's a joke um <laughs> and uh he was pretty good cool in that as one of the one of the um roman soldiers like he started out in the fighting pits and worked his way up and stuff like that titus polis or pollux something like that which I actually have not watched the show, but now that I've heard that that he was part of it, now I'm like, oh, now I got to go out to uh, Max. Now it's been renamed. Oh, and, that's right. Uh, Shout out to Max. It. The birth of Max Shout today. Out. Congratulations to Max. It's your first day. Their tagline is, "It's the best place to go watch HBO." Yeah, really. I mean, to, like, uh, what? They're a little confused. Why didn't they roll it out? I don't know. At the beginning of a month. Why on May 23rd? They're like, Max is here. Is it Mighty? If it's not, I don't care. Um, <laughs> exactly. Where Where is Mighty Max streaming? I want to watch that show again. I need to figure out where it's at. Ooh, that's a good one. I have. I know there's a couple episodes on YouTube. Uh, I don't think... Uh, maybe... I haven't checked Tubi, though. Uh, maybe it's Paramount. feels like... Because I watched maybe. it on, on, on UPN way back yeah, in the day. That was, good, that was a good one. That was no, a good my show. First, my, my first... I've... I have watched Ray Stevenson mm -hmm. material, like movies, but really the first that I thought he really kind of pulled the nailed the role was, uh, unfortunately, Joe Retaliation. So, <laughs> but oh, yeah. I mean, he's going to be in the Ahsoka series, and I'm I'm that's going to be that's going to be kind of a bittersweet thing. So yeah, sadly, not a recurring character now. Um, no. And the funny thing is, I don't think I ever realized that he was uh, Volstag in Thor. In, oh, no, know. I definitely knew. Yeah, no. I, I, after looking at him and I'm like, yeah, you throw the beard on. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it totally Yeah, makes now sense. I realize it for sure, but I didn't back in the day. Yeah. Of course, also known for uh, playing one of the Punishers. What was he, the right. second one, third one? The second one, yeah, War, uh, yeah. War Zone, that's right. Warzone. Mm -hmm. Wait, hold on. Wait, Dolph Lundgren was the first. Mm -hmm. No, he was the third. So it was Dolph Lundgren, Thomas Jane, then him. Ah, gotcha. Yep, I, yep, yep. I was going to say. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Dolph Lundgren did the Punisher before it was kind of really the Punisher. Like his mm -hmm. Punisher wasn't really that 
wasn't in the same vein. Um, no, it definitely wasn't. So, yeah, the Ray Stevenson one, uh, which I've actually... Yep, nope, never seen any of the Punisher or Punisher-related things. The closest I've come is when he was I've on I've seen all three. Yeah, I've seen all three. I mean, two and three are actually quite good. Dolph, the Dolph one is campy, but it's, you know, it's, 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 it's the, it, that was the error. Yeah. Was it 1987 or something? It was mm-hmm. way, it was way yep. back there. It was, it was trying to capitalize in the uh, kind of Terminator action film era. Exactly. Yeah. And of course it was Dolph Lundgren. So. Um, I mean, other than that, uh, I don't, I don't have any other news other than uh, the Little Mermaid is getting some pretty rotten reviews currently. Um, yeah, can't imagine why. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have yeah. not heard any reviews on uh, on some of the more re- other than that, other than the Little Mermaid, on some of the more um, advanced screenings like Rise of the Beasts or. Um, I mean, there's been a, it's been a lot of uh, Fast 10 stuff. Yes. Well, that's because it just dropped, so yeah. Right, yeah. I think some of the Which, early, um, I think some yeah, of the early the, Rise the, of the Beast stuff is uh, yeah. the fact that The fact that um, there was a popcorn bucket in the shape of Dom's car, uh, which uh, kind of I mean, amused still cheaper me. than a HasLab charger. Sadly, yes. And <laughs> cheaper than a Ramen Toys charger. I was like, if I was all of these guys out there, I'd be buying that popcorn bucket and then like just adding some wheels from some dollar store car. No, see what you do is you got to customize it into an even better popcorn bucket. So you take the trunk and you make a dipper tray so that you can do dips. And then you take the wheels and you can make and you turn them into shakers so that you can shake your favorite flavoring on them. Build a better popcorn bucket. That seems like a lot. Like, are you dipping but it, your but popcorn? But if you really like popcorn, I mean, come on. on. But nobody dips popcorn. Ah, see, that's that is a lost art. You take see, the popcorn, you dip it in. You have some nice melted chocolate or some melted candy. You just you, dip it. You don't dip it in the you, popcorn is meant to be topped. You do not dip said popcorn unless it's a popcorn ball. Like you have to yeah, start but you don't with, need the whole like the, all the popcorn like coated in whatever. I mean, well, no, it just, you 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 drizzle, you drizzle, then you shake, and then you drizzle again so that you get layers of your flavoring within it. Fine, 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 fine. Do I mean, I don't know anybody. Like, I mean, are you going? I don't one know. At nacho time? sauce. Are you going like one kernel at a time into your dips? I mean, do I need Sometimes, these little yeah. tweezers? Uh, do I yeah. need these little tweezers? <laughs> no. Let me get my no popcorn. Tweezers. No tweezers. No tweezers. Although uh, this, I, I have heard the chopsticks, uh, people that use chopsticks. I've not yeah. seen it, but chopsticks with popcorn is a is I definitely mean, a no. I've got my little finger, my little finger snacky things that would be good for that. Little finger chopsticks that are meant for snacking. Yeah. But I mean, like that'd be crushing. Like to you'd have to like get like just a lobe, a lobe of your kernel to just kind of. This. You really should be on the Patreon, guys, to see what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> so if, if you can imagine, yeah. hold on, if you can imagine, I have things here. So literally, like, ah, oh, <laughs> damn it! And you try to fish it out of the cheese. It's kind of who I forgot who was ranting about uh, getting their dip. Was it Rusty the other day? Was ranting about getting their you, chip broken off in the dip, and then right, yeah, the chip broke again. off in the sauce, and yeah, yeah, and then yeah, you got to yeah. go send another chip to retrieve it. Yeah, send the next chip. That's when you bust out a Frito to get your other chip bits out of there. <laughs> exactly. Or or a Tostitos That's when you scoop. get a spoon. No, 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 no. You get your scoops. So at least you can still eat it. Like, how, how someone hasn't just flat out made corn chip shaped spoons. Sorry, spoon shaped corn chips. Have my thing backwards. Uh, so that you can just... <laughs> and then you just grab another one. And, you just, and then right. you've got the stick on the end for... Activities, I guess. I don't know. This is definitely going to be called Popcorn Dipping Charger. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. Is that yes, the, it is. It is a it is a but, cheaper cost. But yeah, no. Uh, in terms of like new new stu- new uh, new reviews, no, I haven't seen anything other than like Fast X, which most people are like, oh, okay. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, you know, uh, Little Mermaid. Last I saw was at a ten percent critic score and a one percent audience score. Ouch. So it's doing great. <laughs> good job, Disney. Let's keep and, up. And the just good to work. preface it, go to any McDonald's and go to the Happy Meal sign that they have set up and look at the toys. Is it bad? One of these things is definitely not like the others, and we know what it is, but also the toys just look really knockoffish. Like really bad. I like lowered yeah. standards. So do you know do you know where Little Mermaid lost me? And I haven't watched the movie, obviously, and I don't plan on watching the movie. But just watching the latest trailers or teasers or when I call it TV spots, it lost me on Scuttle talking with Ariel underwater. Mm. I'm like, yeah, that's what birds do. They go underwater for minutes at a time and talk to their underwater friends. Now, totally, now, totally honestly, plausible. there are birds. Uh, and, and this I is know a they great dive. way to use this clip. To be fair... Well, to be fair. Oh, don't say to be fair. Hate. There we go. There are birds that can go underwater for great periods of time, including ducks. Yes, they can dive, but they hold their breath. Yeah. One cannot hold their breath while speaking. Well, you know, I mean, hold your disbelief. uh... Now, mind you, this isn't a world where. Okay, so hold on. I just thought about this. So either all of these animals truly can speak in this movie or because they are all animals, they can speak to each other, which means Ariel is more fish than human. Because she can talk to and understand sea creatures. So she's a better Aquaman than Aquaman? No, Aquaman just... In- imparts his will upon things. Ariel actually has to ask things for favors. And they have to just respect the station. Oh, you're the youngest princess? We'll be right on that. Fucking stupid movie. <laughs> but I never I never thought about it though. Like that is weird that because like most of the animals in the movie can communicate with each other and with the mermaids, but not with humans. Right? Unless Prince Eric actually heard Sebastian say kiss the girl and stuff like that. Assuming that, you know, anybody could hear a crab singing aloud in a bayou? Like, really, what was that? Like, was, we're we're going to go with wetlands. Because that definitely didn't look like anywhere Mediterranean style. That looked uh, fairly no. well like, you know, southern U.S. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's definitely not where they were. it's like they were definitely definitely not there um though it would have been interesting to see little mermaid cross over into the prince and the frog just like that would have been i'm sure i'm sure there's there's somewhere there's probably a little uh, snippet yeah i'm sure listen all i know is in terms of anthropomorphic animal speaking if lionesses ever actually developed the ability to sound like beyonce they will be the apex predator of the entire world because then pretty soon, pretty much all the guys will just be like, hi, and they'll be like, lunch. No. Seriously. If no. your lioness sounds like Beyonce. No. No? No. I'm feeling it? No? No. Are you saying no. they would seduce... Yeah. The rest of the world into letting them mm-hmm. be eaten. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. This is kind of problematic. I think. <laughs> I don't. I don't. No. Just no. <sighs> Would the lions get a recording contract? And do all lionesses sound like Beyonce, or do we just have the one? Mm. You haven't thought this That's through. A good one. You have not thought this no. through. Because if they no, all sound that. like her, then, I mean, it's got to be copyright infringement. Or are they all a hive mind? It's a Queen Bay reference. Nice. Yeah. Well, this is going swell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what else do you got? Um, I, I will say um, quick shout out to the loss in your family last week. 
we didn't get a chance oh, to cover you. it. We did not get a chance to cover it uh, with uh, I, <laughs> I keep wanting to call him Sergeant Pickles, although I know that's not his actual name. This is the <laughs> name that stuck with me out of the 75 you listed off and like all of his no. titles. Sar- Sergeant, Sergeant Sniffles was his name. He was a 14-year-old thug. He had lived a very good life and um, was was very beloved by our family. So a lot of sadness, a lot of sadness at times. And sometimes it's, you know, like everything else, uh, lost circles back, you know, for a while. So we're still going through the cycles. But um, no, what killed me, um, other than the because he wasn't doing well. So we um, we had to um, take him to the vet and he was euthanized. Um, but what got me was, um, after the wife's boss sent a, uh, sent a book to us for the kids called dog oh. heaven. I saw a movie about and that once. So, yeah. No, not all dogs go to heaven. This was, oh. uh, this was just, uh, just called dog heaven. And it went through an entire story of what happens to dogs after they, they go to heaven. And it was, uh, it was, a, it's a real, you know, obviously, you know, you start, there's certain books that are, you know, they're designed to be kids' books, but they're going to still be tearjerkers. This wasn't just the tearjerker. This was the ripping your heart out tearjerker. <laughs> so. Oh, well, good. Good. Give that one in. Hey, sorry your dog died. Read this. It'll make you feel better. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, still it's crying. very touching. And, yeah. You know, it's very touching in that, the, you know, the sentiment is there. And it's appreciated. But, yeah, it is a real is, tearjerker. Is dog heaven segregated by breed? No, um, but it is uh, as as I uh, as someone else mentioned, uh, um, it is right next door to Squirrel Hell. So, where squirrels go, they go to Squirrel Hell. So right they bark at the heaven. windows of Squirrel Hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seems, but it seems but like no, the... not segregated by breed. Apparently, it's uh, it's a place where. Um, um, all the biscuits are are free, and they're made in different shapes, like um, uh, pizza and um, hot dogs and squirrels and um, kibble and, and 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 cheddar biscuits. So it's a very involved. Now work. you're making me hungry. <laughs> not grapes, though. No, not grapes. Do not no, feed your dog no, grapes. Not grapes. People. They are poisonous but no, dogs. very cute, very sweet. Not you know, and again, like I said, it comes in waves. You know, I I found myself missing the missing the. He's a pug, so you know, yes, they're quite snorty. Yep, snoring, snoring. So yeah, I missed the the snoring. So yeah, there is that. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, we didn't get a chance to mention it last week because it was still like literally, it was like in in process when we recorded last week, so we didn't get a chance to talk about it. So figured. You know, you're here. Might as well, you know, dig out your emotions now. Right. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're welcome. Cry. <laughs> cry and then go. I'm back not to doing work. the ugly cry. It will not come through. Do an ugly well. cry and go back to work, Rob. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. We've been there before. Um. Yeah. It was even gone back to. It's been a long. Uh, there you go. Well, there's your. Ugly, there's the ugly part, and I don't know about the cry part. <laughs> Fucking pugs. <laughs> Fucking pugs. So, uh, yeah, I mean, well, let's just go into sob stories then, you know, while we've only got a, a bit today. So um, the last animal we had to put down, sadly, was uh, the wife's dog, Phoebe. She was a Boston Terrier. I believe, I think she was seven years old, maybe maybe six. Mm. She, wasn't, she wasn't very old at all. Um, she's just a ball of energy and actually the main reason that Jessica and I got together actually. So like, you know, we, we met on plenty of fish, you know, the website for it was an app. And, uh, what really got me was scrolling through her pictures and she had a picture of Phoebe. And so I messaged her, you know, whatever, blah, 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 and cute dog. You know, and that's how our first conversation got started. Aww. Was over Phoebe. And uh, a few years ago, uh, looking back on it now, it's actually been longer than I thought. I thought it was five years. It was longer. Um, and uh, she just randomly 
had a stroke. They think that she probably had a brain tumor like all her life and it just finally grew to the point that it that it did some mm-hmm. damage. And uh she had a stroke, paralyzed half her body. Um mm. And they let her go for roughly a week or so before they made the decision. Because they wanted to make sure that it wasn't just pressure on the brain. Yeah. And that it wouldn't alleviate itself. And it didn't get any better. She wasn't uh, passing anything. She couldn't go to the bathroom or anything else like that. And, you know, she was a squirrel chaser. And she couldn't even run because, you know, literally half her body didn't work. So right. uh, we did have to, sadly, go put her down. It's the first time I've ever been present for that ceremony as it were this was Uh, the second time but this was my wife and my daughter's first and i think it was really it was it was very traumatic for them this was my second yeah that i've had to have put down and you know you're like there there like in the room yeah yeah Yeah. i mean and i guess like because i because i knew that the process was like it wasn't as um, hard for me, but it was still, I mean, obviously it's, it's still hard. It's still hard. So yeah, yeah it's just, you know, but trying to, um, you know, we, we, we had multiple things to contemplate about quality of life and whether or not it, he just was not, you know, it wasn't going well, yeah, but I mean, I it's mean, not the, you know, I mean, it, it, uh, for me, it, it's like, a mercy. I don't, yeah. Like it's, you know, it's like a, you question, for a while is it the right was it the right thing to do yeah and then you're like yeah it kind of, you know for me i'm like yeah it kind of was but it's hard it's hard to try to to quantify that for pets when they can't talk really when they can't yeah. speak so yeah, it makes it it makes it difficult yeah um, and you know i was thinking about it like there's got to be people who like can't stand to like be there so they'll like uh-huh. hand their pet off to the vet like, yes. so that, like, sadly, when your pet goes, no one they know is with them. Right. You know, that's kind of sad to think about. But, like, because, you know, thinking back, I actually forgot Um, I wasn't there. Well, I mean, I was there, but I wasn't there. Weird situation. So my parents' first dachshund, which was Heidi, um... She uh, she also suffered from seizures. Like, mm-hmm. she, I guess it's a, just a genetic deal. And uh, they were just mm-hmm. getting worse and worse. No amount of medication was keeping them down. And uh, eventually, we had to they had to go put her down. And the day they decided to do it was the day that I decided to have my uh, car club over, and we were all working on our cars together in the driveway. And like, they made the decision, and like, my mom and dad had her like toweled up and they took her to the vet which is right down the road you know so i at least got to say goodbye to her and whatnot but um that was the only pet like proper pet that we had that we did not bury and my mom never forgave my dad for that Mm. like he couldn't because it was like his puppy you know yeah like it was a gift from my brother to my dad because uh my dad or i'm sorry my brother got us into the world of dachshunds and he just couldn't stand to bring her home, you know. Yeah. So he said, you know, you guys do what you got to do. And so my mom was so mad that, you know, she didn't go in the family pet cemetery, as it were. Right. So. Yeah, no, we're, uh, we decided uh, with uh, with cremation. You can do either, either have it as part of a public cremation with, um, and then they get their ashes spread in a um, woodland area. We're actually going to take them back. We actually did a, a private cremation for, for that. And um, I, I thought you were saying that's, something else. The... No, <laughs> we, no, no. When you said we took them back, these ain't the right. These ain't the right ashes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you uh, can't. A, a I mean, pa- you can choose. Pa- you can choose to take the the pet with you, apparently, and bury it yourself. But I, we were okay. like, no. My my wife was like, no, I can't. I can't handle that. No, because yeah, I, I have think... I have buried pets before yeah um same and props to um i i I gotta i gotta say this just because of the experience so when i first met my wife she was working for a company that did that creates uh vaults for burials like you know the stone 
uh, vaults that you place caskets into that, you know, you usually yeah. sometimes see on the cemeteries, right? Sure. And so apparently, like, she would like, tell not, me stories. Like, I'm not a like, full-on mausoleum, but, like, the smaller ones? Right. Correct. And so apparently they, you know, they, they have annual, like, Undertaker, like, conventions. And Undercon. the giveaways, like... The, the giveaways from these things are kind of insane. Like, I've, I went looking up on this, and they'll do, like, big giveaways where it's like, oh, get this um, power, you know, power shoveler. Like, a, like an actual, like, John Deere type thing with, where it has the shovel attachment so you can, yeah. you know, use it in and your backhoe. cemetery and dig up your backhoe. But yeah, basically a backhoe. Um, back, back the smaller giveaways tracker. that were just like you know little little freebies that they would give in the bags were things like measuring tapes, which I mean, fairly useful. But it makes me think of the old west where they're like, "Oh, we're gonna have a duel. Let me me- exactly let me measure." Back you to out. the future. I don't right, need a new. Back to the I don't future. need a new suit. I'm not measuring you right. for your suit. <laughs> or your suit. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. 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 So, that's, I mean, but it takes a creepy. lot to dig. It takes a lot to yeah, no have the, the strength to dig six feet down. Yeah. And you got to compensate. You, you can't just compensate for the dirt. You got to compensate for roots. Look, you got to compensate for decomposition over time. Look, if Learning you need, pets it, is not easy. And especially the bigger yeah. the dog. Yeah. I mean, oh, I mean, you, you don't like have great to go six feet like, for an animal, but, you know. But still, you don't want anything digging it up. That's the no. big thing. Especially you your other pets. You want to go at least four and a half, five, yeah. Yeah, you sure as hell don't want your other pets digging it up. Um, <laughs> so, like... <laughs> yeah. So, interestingly enough, um, my first dog, Bingo, you know, we had him from when he was a puppy. He was a full-blood, golden, long-haired, golden retriever. And, uh, like, had him forever. Like, almost till my teens, I think. Maybe, maybe into my teens. And, uh, my, I told you this, but you know, when, when he got old, like his hips were busted, he had horrible infections in like one ear, he had a cyst that was just getting really bad and he was so decrepit really like you couldn't even get him in the truck to like take him to the vet. Even though once again, the vet was right down the road. So my dad, one day while we're, my mom's at work, I'm at school, you know, my dad just kind of, you know, gives him a good gives him a good meal, takes him in the backyard and you know <laughs> as fucked up as it sounds, basically, you know, put gun to his head and you know, you know, put put old Bingo to put old Bingo to rest, but he said like all, even, solid old yeller, yeah. Yeah, literally old yeller. But at least old yeller, he was like aiming through the slot of the the shed. Right. You yeah. know, my dad was literally like standing there gun to the dog's head. You know, mm. from what I can imagine, is uh, I assume he used this pistol, not his rifle, um, especially close range. But uh, you know, it doesn't take much at that at that point, um, sadly. And uh, at that point, you know, because he, he was a really good dog. You know, he he loved mm. the family. You know, and everything else like that. And uh, but he did get buried. This I, I'm trying to remember because I think there was a point of contention on whether or not he was buried on the hill by the pond. Like, because when we dug the pond, you know, the dirt got piled up into a hill next to the pond. Mm-hmm. I forgot if he got buried there or he got buried next to the pond under this tree, kind of where his old dog run sort of was, mm-hmm. which of which was also where the chicken pen was put much later. So, like, part of me thought is like, wait, did we just put Bingo, like, or put all these fucking shitting chickens on top of Bingo's dead body? Um so I think it was one of those two, but I guess he buried him deep enough, which is the other thing. Not a small dog. And my dad buried him on his own. Like, as far as I know, nobody right. was around to help him. You know, of course, he was significantly younger back then. So, you know, <laughs> a little bit easier. But I was just thinking when you were talking about digging a hole and stuff like that, I was like, all you need is just just call the Winchesters. They're really <laughs> good, really good at digging perfectly square holes in the ground exactly as deep as they need to be. Somehow, every time. The, uh, the Okay, so of all the most ridiculous things of the show Supernatural, that they dug perfectly straight-sided holes when digging up graves is the biggest suspension of disbelief. 
I was like, no, you would not dig perfectly straight-sided fucking holes <laughs> five feet deep to get to a casket. Is like, you sure they you... didn't use the uh, the Doctor Who square gun? <laughs> if they used that, it would have been great, <laughs> but you wouldn't know where to stop. But like, it just makes no sense. It's just like, it's like because it looks like they dig it out perfectly around the perimeter. And then, like, very neatly pull the dirt out of the middle so that they have the gr- the thing totally. And it's like, no, you would dig basically a circle almost straight down right in front of the gravestone. It's like, you wouldn't right. dig the entire thing out of the damn ground effectively. It's like, I don't care if you're burning the bones to kill a ghost or whatever. But, like, good God, they were perfectly straight sides every time. We're just going to pretend they yeah. did this with two shovels. Curved shovels, right. mind you. Not, like, straight shooter Shovels. Right. Curved. Curved shovels. No. Full of shit. <laughs> the worst thing about that show. I think uh, of like uh Wednesday, you know? Like oh, yeah. there Wednesday got it pretty close because just dug just enough to get to it and then just you know. Yeah. But I guess like if you're not gonna break through it and like just like expose just like a head or something, I guess. But I guess you have to open the casket. That's another story. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But once yeah, again, you have to have room to open it up. You have to have room to get down there. Yeah. And I, I figured they just had a backhoe attachment on Baby and just didn't tell anyone. <laughs> it's like, that's the real magic of the show, is they had a secret backhoe attachment on the Impala. That's really what it came down to. And never once did they even use one, as far as I recall. That's just wow. the silliest, yeah. silliest damn thing. Two shovels. Two shovels, two, two Texans. Well, in that case, Kansans. Wait, is that what you call people from Kansas? Kansans? Kansians. I actually don't know. If you're from Kansas, let us know what your people are called. Because <laughs> I've never considered that. I thought they were Kansans, <laughs> actually. Um, since we're just rambling here. Um, are you keeping up with Miss Maisel? No, we're waiting for the entire season to get done, and then okay, we're going to binge, binge it. it because that's because right now my wife is working on Queen Charlotte, okay. and um, I have been working on, um, and I know I'm backlogged. Uh, I fi- just finished season two of Picard, so I'm ready for season okay. three, okay. So which need, uh, was going to bring rusty. me to my to one of my topics, which is um, defining the term fan service. <laughs> that's a hefty. One. Um, um okay so so real quick though real quick because here's the here's both shit we finished we finished episode two and then we were like you know what let's wait for the season to finish and it's because of what you it's it's not just because of what you said but you were right like there's a lot of um flash forwards flashbacks oh okay you're talking about if it's gonna be like this for the season yeah okay i'm going back but i'm going back to picard that's why we're like no, that's yeah. fine. But uh, and uh, by the the last episode, the one that just came out Friday, mm-hmm. it did another thing where it was like, okay, so now we're sort of trying to wrap things up. But that one yeah. episode that was so much bouncing around, which is two episodes ago, felt like that was direct setup for the finale. And then now we're going yeah. two more episodes deep, not specifically following that. So it was a little oh. confusing. Like almost they edited the season weird. But going back to and the even, fan even without fini- even without going through the current season, mm-hmm. I will say this: things that I want for the future, mm-hmm. I want to. I now want a Lenny Bruce series. Yeah, I want a series that just follows him. But then, like that's yeah. almost a documentary, so it's kind of it weird. is almost a documentary. That is correct. But, but I, I think do want like, I do want to follow his yeah. character because I liked him. Yeah. But like the right. other thing is, and I've been saying this since I started watching this show. Is like, and they bonded together. I'm like, they need right. to have an episode where they address his death and it effect and its effect on her. But in the series right now, they're still four years away from that. I think. I think he died in sixty five, sixty five, sixty six, and the series is kind of stuck in sixty one. You know, the jumping forward, you know, really far. So at some point, they need to address that. And if they don't, I'm actually gonna be slightly upset because, like, this season, given the way. It the last season ended, you know, you know, he very quickly just kind of whoop out, you know, and it would have been interesting if one of her marriages along the way was to Lenny, but you know, clearly not. Yeah. So. That's kind of, that's a, that is a 
I, and I did look up the I did look up a lot of the backstory. There are some books written on him, mm-hmm. um, but no, it did. He really lived that. Um, he really lived a that life. He fell in oh, love with a Vegas showgirl, married her. Um, it was it it. He had so he definitely like his his entire his history was built upon two things his his desire to not want to be famous versus the famous the the amount of fame and infamy he gained yeah. but also the fact that he just had a real bad problem with addiction for a little alcohol. bit and yeah so. But I still think, like, I think that his his story is one of those that's unique enough. And not to say that the Paladinos could do a story about him that would work out well, but I think that it would be at least... I feel like he, he as a character, in, especially in the, the world of Miss Maisel, which is a fictional... Yeah, um, it's a fictionalized world, yeah. It, it, would, it would actually work. Like, I feel like it would, it would actually be... Watch. You'd have to follow this Lenny Bruce, and I feel like it would just be yes. a weird, like it might be a weird, yeah, it might be weird because it, it would have to be like the last four years of his life, basically, right? Like if he never returns in the series as it is, it would have to be that it follows from whenever they departed the last time. Mm-hmm. So, yep. I mean, like, and without their actual chemistry together, I don't know if it's worth it because you'd have to have. Right whoever the new midge would be so to speak but also live in a world at least as midge gains in popularity you know right so and that, and that's the other thing about this this particular season is we we had jumped so far ahead and we see like where her stardom goes and then we're still in the part where she's waiting for it to blow up mm-hmm. you know so Either way, uh, this episode was good, but I did want to go back to that fan service thing you were, you were starting in regards to Picard. So, so Picard season two is, um, I mean, just to to preface it, it is a really loose and quick version of um, Star Trek Fourth Voyage Home. Okay. And so there's a lot of callbacks. There's a lot of the you know there's a lot of little Easter eggs and this and that. But I find that like a lot of series shows and let's face it media um there is and this fan service goes back to the um to anime roots where um you have a character that basically takes it above and beyond or is portrayed in a way that is giving what the fans of that character want if you think of um yeah uh, of a character in any of your in for anybody your favorite character take your favorite character uh-huh. what would be the most amazing awesome thing you could ever think of them absolutely doing okay well now company xyz has decided to produce said show and they're doing exactly that and they're doing it because they know that you will watch it because yes. that's what you envision your character actually being like and so that's where the phrase really comes from of servicing the fans of a particular character um and star trek is no uh is certainly no stranger to this um whether it's you know no matter what series you go back to like even like deep space nine and they went back in time and it's tribbles um or you go you know you can use any type of uh, of analogy for any series really there's always some sort of um easter eggs i mean marvel movies are especially prevalent with it these days no but where picard is concerned and i know this is going to be the same for season three which a lot of people season three is fantastic season three is nothing but fan service and right there's nothing wrong with it and that's the thing. Like this second season felt very fan service, but not in a way that was endearing to the material that they were trying to use. Okay. Um, yes, it had all of the appropriate gimmicks and um, gimmickry to it, where you know, okay, we're using this, or putting this character in, or oh, this character suddenly appears, or um, oh, this character is not specifically this person, but it looks exactly like 
person XYZ from your other favorite show. Sure. And so I watched through it and I found that it, the more I watched, it was getting harder to watch through because I was like, now you're just not even trying. Like you're, you're just trying to give me this, the, the type of, you know, fantasy bit that you, you, somebody wrote in a, in a sketchbook and decided that that would be good to put on film because wouldn't that be awesome for the fans? And yes, that doesn't tell a story. Like I get, I get going back for the sake of, um, for the sake of nostalgia. And we know there, especially nowadays, every media, I mean, not currently because of the writer's strike, but every piece of media that is, um, that is prevalent is purely based on the nostalgia vacuum of our memories. And it's, it's both it ha, it ha, it's a double edged sword. If it's done in a way that is that is makes sense, that has a good storyline, of course it's going to work. Because then that uh, that's not just fan service. That's 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 giving us something that is approachable. But then there's like, oh, I'm just going to throw this character at you because well, everybody remembers that, don't they? That's I mean, really where fan service in the worst possible way comes into mind. Well, look at look at um, it this way. Look at look at it this way. If like trying to think of a decent a decent fan service moment, uh, because bad fan service moment, my brain goes to you know Star Wars Episode Nine. You know, right? That that was right. just all fucking bad fan service. All right. of it, Ex- except for those people who demanded that specific fan service, and all those people are wrong. Um. But uh, like, there's plenty of good, good, good versions of that. I mean, like, mm-hmm. like I said, uh, Picard, Picard season three has a lot of fan service, both in on screen appearance of things, and then also to get answers for things we never got. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's for me. Like, there's 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 things like that. There's references that can bring back like oh hey i remember that and then there's stuff like there's the cringe fan service which is basically what you're alluding to like really like we're doing this right 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 and and you can and it's and it's it's basically like the uh it, it in a way like sympathy it's like they're going for the sympathy vote almost like, yeah. hey, look, we know all this kind of sucks, so we're going to throw this in here to hopefully change your mind, even though it also sucks. Um, yeah, there's there's no, like... And like I said, it's not just it's, it's not just Star Trek. It's it's yeah. other media as well. You know, you mentioned, sure. you know, episode nine. Yes, absolutely. They're... I, I don't want to say writers are trying too hard, but y'all are trying too hard. Like, well, they have. They got to keep. They got to keep the Twitter masses happy, or else you get canceled. Uh, is that? Do they these days though? Not Haven't now. We reached the then, saturation. Then we did. Now we don't because Twitter's actually more of a friendly place now. And nobody uh, listen. And nobody. Nobody takes. Plus, seri- pl- nobody takes I, it seriously. That's what I'm going to get at. It's like nobody yeah, takes Manos, Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, nobody's taking Twitter so seriously anymore. That they would fire James Gunn again, like can right. you imagine? Could you imagine in a world where we didn't listen to Twitter bullshit and we got Guardians of the Galaxy three when it was supposed to happen, right? With its original story, right? I can't because we didn't get that unfortunately, but because Twitter rules, we yeah. had we had to fire James Gunn even though. It was, one of the dumbest things that Disney's done and well, a long line of dumb things. What, what, there's what a was, long line of dumb what things. It, what, what was, what's the line from uh, Jurassic Park 2? Uh, this is the worst idea in the long, sad history of bad ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like firing James Gunn and then allowing him to become the head of DC movies instead. It's like, good job, Marvel. Dis- Marvel Disney, Disney Marvel. Or what was it? I just, uh, I just this, find this I bad just, decision. I, I, Hold on, I'm trying yeah. to remember the other line. It's something about this bad decision. Like, we got to this bad decision because of all the other bad decisions before it. I'm trying to remember how that line goes, but it's okay. I forgot. Continue with whatever you were going to say. 
No, I just feel like there's there's a we don't. If you're a writer and you're writing, write for the sake of writing something that's going to feel, even if you're using the same characters, write in a way that's going to actually feel cohesive without it feeling like you're just trying to nostalgia bait. Hmm. And, and I think that's the biggest thing is that fan service, fan, fan service and nostalgia baiting are, are really two independent things. But I think, I think sometimes writers write in a way that, tries to invoke both and that's not necessary it is oh so so like the power rangers right special that was oh yeah without a doubt that was With, all, without all a doubt. of nostalgia that's a bait. perfect example that is all nostalgia bait all fan servicey excuse me i will even go so far as david Tennant as the uh 14th doctor so don't, yeah. i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> No, he's he's eleven again. Or he's eleven it, again, right? Or is it? Yeah, because he, he's eleven technically now. We with the adjusted adjusted doctor count, he was eleven, right. not ten, right? So no, plenty, a, plenty, plenty of references, plenty, plenty. Eleven, but eleven, it's, you know, 11 it, again. It, yeah. I don't know. I I just ten, find ten like again would have been funny. So Tenigan would have been, yeah. Yeah, Tenigan would have been great. Yeah. David Tennant playing Dr. Tenigan. Oh my God, they need to get him on like SNL or one of those comedy shows where he's called Tenigan. <laughs> <laughs> Just as a Doctor Who reference. God, I'm so. I'm, send, send, send that, send that and, to BBC. They'll use it for the next Red Nose that's Day. Actually, just in general. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good Red, Red Nose Day special. Uh, in general, Doctor Who lives off of nostalgia and fan service but in a mostly good way like every right. now and then it seems abused but like even even going all the way to um when missy turned the the dead into cybermen right mm -hmm. they somehow got a brig cameo in there right and i just got chills talking about it you know so like even after all of that they're like the lone Cyberman, last man on the battlefield. Mm -hmm. And then he goes. Right. It's like, yeah, it's like still like and then what was it again later when he met Briggs dad? Yeah. Whenever he flashed back to World War One or whatever. Yep. yep. When he was regenerating. Yeah. When he was regenerating. Or resisting, regenerating, ran to his first into yep. his first incarnation. Yep. Not to mention just the idea that he's talking to the quote unquote first doctor. Right. So it was already like just nostalgia bait all over that, you know. Oh yeah, no. So. Even the last, even the last, re the last regeneration of uh, Jodie Whittaker over over to David Tennant. Yeah, was also that whole episode was just again fan service. You're like now there's and and you and I both know from this isn't this isn't just something in American made British made media. It is it goes all around look at sen look at the well the japanese version of of power rangers is the sentai series yes. sentai series oh they are all about both fan service and anniversaries and nostalgia baiting because that's yeah that's that's the whole premise I, granted they are shows that are designed for the marketing of fish sticks to children um but in the same respect they are using outfits from 35 years ago Mm -hmm. or certain scenes in order to say they have these powers folks because yeah. it's nostalgia and i think nostalgia and stuff like that is okay as long as it's not abusive in the same way like a 25 year reunion special for friends or or some nonsense yeah. where it's just an excuse to gather the actors together in one spot to f fake it um you know, or right. like, I mean, like, okay, say like, because you get in the same vein as uh, reboots or re reboot continuation shows, you know, mm -hmm. like, like Fuller House and stuff like that, right. where it's like, I guess it's not a reboot, it's a continuation, but, you know, it's literally same house, same actors, same characters. And almost years, the same jokes in a lot of ways. It's just maybe yeah. revamped for the yeah, current. Just, yeah, just revamped until it found its own footing. I mean, like, by by the end of Fuller House, it wasn't the same as when it started. 
Um, yep. It was weird. I will say it was definitely weird by the end, but it was still, it was not the same. But, uh, like, there's other shows like that, but they needed the nostalgia of Full House fans to make that happen at all. And, you know, and, and uh, one one version of fan service that you're sort of leaving out is the other part of anime fan service, which is the lewd factor. Because most of well, the... Well, that's, that's a whole different topic for anime. Well, which but what I'm saying... We but still, you're, you are correct, yes. But there we is, get that there is the, even in, yeah. even there in is television. There is the pervy factor, which is also where fan service comes from. Yes, because... Because in anime, yes. Because, you know, let's just be honest here, at least within Fuller House, they definitely put Jody Sweden in low-cut tops often. Mm-hmm. And that was not for all the the forty something moms who grew up watching the show. To, right. That was their that was their you know male attraction factor. Right. And it worked. So uh, there's still that kind of fan service, and I didn't get we didn't get the other creepo factor at least in this case of like the Olsen twins, you know, getting in there and being weird. I still also would have loved the world where Elizabeth Olsen was going to play Michelle on the show, that would have been awesome. Um, and I still, I still, she looks enough so like what her would sisters. Have, what would have really have been awesome would just be getting all the Olsen sisters together and they just all portray Wanda Maximoff and just completely blow up the house. That would have been, that's the different type of universe. Yeah, but wouldn't it be great? Yeah. Oh, actually. It's the what, multiverse of Olsens. God, imagine if they could have tied that together and have been like, yeah, where's where's uh where's Michelle? Oh, she's off filming a Marvel movie. <laughs> that would have been really like not that only really good. not only fuck over the Olsen sist the Olsen twins, but like just reference Michelle is now being just her. She's filming some Marvel movie. <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, that's also a fan servicey. We we didn't get we have not gotten fan servicey uh, Scarlet Witch in live action. Not not a hundred percent. We did get 100%. the Halloween costume. But yep. like not like the cart not like the comics fan servicey stuff, but you know, No, but okay, portraying there, so but I'm not, so I'm not where, saying it's a good where, thing. I'm where just saying, is fan service actually used well, in your opinion? Where that that is actually a pretty good example though. Oh, that's it's a great, Halloween. That's a great we're version. using costumes. Oh look, they're ha ha, they're yeah, just like the Marvel. Direct costumes. direct I mean, references. Good instances of that. Yeah, so yeah. direct direct references to things like that, but without it being I think I think like we have to get past the cringe factor, the cheese factor sometimes, mm-hmm. to whether or not fan service is good. But also like sometimes fan service can be like a I see what you did there moment. You yeah. know, like if it's a subtle fan service thing. Or in the case of Picard season three, as you will see, there is just blatant eye candy uh fan service. Mm-hmm. And like they're not, they're not even subtle. Like even, even right. on in the moment, they're not subtle, you know. And like, yeah. but it's done really well. But it's not subtle. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's lots of good fan service in that. I mean, and like, I don't know. If, I actually don't know. Uh, thinking about it, one of the things I did see last two weeks. Uh, did, have you heard about or read a story on the? Roddenberry collection or collective that's been being worked that's being worked on no. by Gene Roddenberry's estate. If you go out to the the Gene Roddenberry um, website, they a a group actually did a three minute video, mm-hmm. and it is um, it it literally takes place after Star Trek First Contact, um, and it is. Um, and, and, and I'll just basically say it because it's so short. But basically, they show the Enterprise D being um, taken up from Nimbus Four or Nimbus Five. Um, it's actually being worked on. They're pulling the the saucer section out of the the dirt, mm-hmm. and they're working on getting it back to flight capable so that it can be taken back to Earth. That's that's. Um, but you see a shuttlecraft go overhead and land at the site where. Kirk, um, where the platform was, yeah, uh, and Kirk had 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 died, and yeah. a figure picks up the um, Kirk's badge from the rock where 
it was placed yeah. by Picard. Yeah. And it turns around and it is a CG version of Spock. Hmm. And it's a really well done version. Like it's it so did the the face work on it on on Leonard Nimoy for their for that CG. Yeah. A fantastic job. It is definitely nostalgia. There's so um it's, it's, you know there there have been stories written about on this in book form yeah. that happened yeah. after first contact. Yeah. So actually so, that is slight spoilers for season three of Picard. All right. So yeah. Okay. So 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 like because if, again, if nobody because if nobody saw the, that hold on but if nobody right. saw that it does get referenced mm-hmm. in so in that Picard. Little sh- and I saw that they did yeah reference so that's that. actually yeah. that's pretty much canon because yeah. in this in this chunk of the universe Spock was still alive at the time right. Yep. Really, and really so old, big, but he's still alive. Right. So there's this big push to try to to try to pull that, get pull that narrative in again. Yeah. Trying to use the nostalgia factor. Yeah. Well, I mean, gotta, okay. Well, um, well, you know the my, funny thing. Hold on, real quick though. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. So here's here's the funny thing. Can- canonically, Spock is no longer or would not be in the current run of. Picard exactly. because he's already traveled back in time due to the mm-hmm. red matter. So like yep. because the, Picard is taking place after the Romulan supernova. Yep. So that's interesting. Like so yeah. canonically our Spock has already jumped to the Kelvin timeline and yeah. where where he would eventually die. See for me my best example of Oh, I didn't think about it. We don't right. know that. In our in our timeline, yeah. he, they don't. In know our that. timeline, no. Yeah, Remember, there's split died. timelines now. So you have the you have Dude, the Kelvin timeline. You've got it's split yeah. even more with within yep. Picard. This timeline's already been fucked. It's weird. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We only have a couple more minutes though. Yeah. No. Uh, I was just gonna say my best example mm. of nostalgia done at least respectfully or in a in a decent way. Yeah. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yes. I mean that was that. And, and a lot of people were angry in some ways at the nostalgia for afterlife, but it's like, nope, totally all makes sense. Right. You know, and I still argue that it removes Ghostbusters 2 from canon, but in the video game. But that's just me. Yeah. I I can accept them all. I made I made a I made a whole video about that. <laughs> I had to because it's like and people still argue with me. It's like because Jason Reitman said, "As like, I don't care what the director said, it's I should care what we were shown." It's like they don't even reference anything about Ghostbusters two at all or the game, right? So, and it makes it would make no sense unless they do the Ghostbusters multiverse, which I'm also on board for. Yeah, it's like if, if they bring us if they bring us the Ghostbusters multiverse from the IDW comics in the live action movie future. I'm on board because mm-hmm. that will be some cool shit. Yeah. Not, not. Well, it's like the Ghostbusters. It's like the, uh, what was it? The Ghostbusters Extreme Cartoon. Yeah. Extreme Ghostbusters. Yeah. Extreme Ghostbusters. Yep. So in one universe, that existed wholly. In the comics, right. that happens too, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, you get that kind of stuff. And then when you actually get the crossovers between the different multiverses of Ghostbusters, and they're all trying to beat Gozer and his sister or his brother, the genders of Sumerian gods are a little weird. Um, yeah. But, uh, like, there's some crazy, crazy stuff that happens between the multiverses. Um, so that would be interesting if they went that route, honestly. I don't know if they'll go that far because people be like, oh, you're just copying Marvel without ever realizing their Ghostbusters comics that went for decades too. You know, mm-hmm. or a decade, I should say. Um, but no, yeah, nostalgia done right in that. And like, they actually, with the exception of uh, incidentally removing Ghostbusters 2 from canon, they kept it all kind of in the same thing. And people just, the only pe- thing that was bad about it for most people was that they made Egon seem like a shitbag. Right. You know? And it's like, well, if you look at his character, he was kind of shitbag, you know? Yeah. It's like, he was very much obsessed with his experiments and whatnot. Yeah. He was, was like, he was very much into the work and not 
not so much into the into the interacting with people. He was always even awful. even his own family. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. So like, yeah, he was kind of a shitbag. But it's like also, at no point did he go. Oh, by the way, this is why I ran away. You know. Right. Just one of those things. Okay, that is my alarm that I set. All right. So uh, we need to wrap it up. And on that note. Yep, on that note, we do need to wrap up because I have a doctor's appointment. It should be fun. Yeah, so uh, I had to go for I'm going to get a haircut at some point this week before I see you guys because I I cut mine. Fluffy. I cut mine yesterday. Yep. So either way, uh, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys, to the shortest episode of Now You Made It Awkward podcast ever. That was a full episode. Nothing cut. <laughs> There's nothing to even cut from this episode. So, unfortunately, patrons only get video form. This is the only thing special about it this time. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's a crazy week. Got a lot of traveling to do. Going to be on the road as of, as of uh, Thursday. And a lot of stuff to happen between now and then. It's only Tuesday. So, guys, uh, do the like and subscribe thing to my channel, to the Russell Mechanic. Uh, I guess you can go look at Mike's stuff if you want. Uh, also, um, follow Ricky's work. And stuff like that. And uh, I did actually watch the Hangout from the uh, from the Realm Hatton Project from Friday. They were struggling. Not going to lie. They were struggling a bit at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, they were episode. struggling, yeah. That was a rough one. Meant... Yeah. yeah. Oh, and also, I didn't really talk about it. I was on another uh, Pig for Life chatter day this past weekend. So oh, that was fun. Yeah, actually, I brought up an interesting topic that uh, we, we were discussing a little bit. I brought up uh, the idea of where do your opinions come from? Um, hmm. Because we had a, a, a panel of mostly reviewers, and then we have, of course, other non-reviewing type people. So if you want to go watch that, go check it out on the Pig for Life YouTube channel. That was a fun time talking with those guys. I actually stayed up way too late talking to them after the fact. Um, but got to got to know a couple of the other guys. So that should be fun and we'll see you guys next week the next time you hear us you'll probably also see us all in person on camera so that should be fun i will set up one camera so that we can just be like wide shot for all of us in the distance so all right guys and with that okay bye Rolling up, Uber, black Cadillac, high heel boots, and a sexy body full of tats.